Cause all I want is you, Lord Jesus, Jesus I will seek your face Oh Lord, call upon your name
the, you see a light, even though you can't, you are trying to still comprehend. You know it is the light, so you are still beholding. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So keep beholding. Amen. We all with open faces, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of God are being changed into that same image. Even by the Spirit. Hallelujah. As be believers, we behold the glory of God as in the mirror. We behold the glory of God in the mirror. What mirror is that? The scriptures. Hallelujah. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. This glory we behold as in a mirror in the scriptures. That is why it is called the light of the knowledge. That glory is communicated through knowledge. So your greatest asset as a believer is knowledge. Is what? Knowledge. If you study the epistles very well, all that the Holy Spirit wants you to do is to know. The Bible says, and to know the love of Christ. Hallelujah. To increase in the knowledge of the revelation of the Son of Jesus Christ. Your greatest asset is knowledge. Hallelujah. Knowledge. So let's go after knowledge. That is why in faith generation, I emphasize several times and all the time, and most times, and not sometimes, the teaching of the Word of God. Because through that, the knowledge of God is imparted, not to your mind, but to your spirit. The word of God is for the spirit of man. You may give a head assent to it, but it will have no spiritual benefit and fruit in your life. The seed that fell by the wayside, Jesus describes them as those who hear the word and receive it with joy. They are happy, they shout, they are, they are excited, they jump about. But it does not last because it was a mental asset. Yesterday we said that the text of scripture is separate. So we should approach it intellectually. And we also said because it is, it is sacred, even though it is intellectual, it is on another spiritual plane. So as we approach it intellectually, we need to recognize that it must go beyond that to affect our spirit man. We are spirit beings. Hallelujah. If not, we are like everybody else. The new creation in Christ is a spirit and it's called the man in Christ. Hallelujah. So Paul says, put on the new man. Put him on. Hallelujah. That is, the Greek word for put on is endu. That is sink into. That is sink into the understanding of the new man. The revelation and reality of who he is. 
in Christ. So the epistles give us the in Christ revelation so that you can sink into it. When you sink into it, you walk in it. Hallelujah. You are no longer a mere man. If any man be in Christ, he is. It is not a figurative speech. It is not allegorical. This is not symbolism. This is reality. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things, the shadows have passed away. The old man dwelt in shadows. They have passed away. The old man worshiped God in shadows. They have passed away. All things, including his worship, is new. So the Bible says, we are the circumcision which worship God, not in the flesh, not in the shadows, but in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. So Paul comes and he says, whereof I could boast, hallelujah, then he lists his fleshly credentials. Then he says, I count all these, but what? Dang. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, he boasted and rejoiced in Christ. His worship was in the spirit in Christ. Because God is spirit. Carnal worship does nothing to him. Physical worship means nothing to him. He says, all these sacrifices that they've been bringing to me, I have no pleasure in them. So the question is, why were they bringing the sacrifices? If God doesn't have any pleasure in something, He will not even ask you to bring it. If you don't have pleasure in something, are you going to ask the person to bring it to you? No. So who even asks them to bring those sacrifices? That is for another day. He says, I don't dwell in temples made with human hands. God himself said it. So if he does not dwell in temples made with human hands, who asked Moses to build a temple? That is for another day. Hallelujah. What temple does God dwell in? The habitation made from living stones of which we are. The Bible says we all as living stones are being built up into an holy habitation for the dwelling of God to offer spiritual worship unto God. So our worship is in the spirit, not in the shadows anymore. That is why if you notice, the theme for this year is a letter delight. We are coming out of the shadows. Hallelujah. In our thinking, we are coming out of the shadows. We are coming out of the darkness. Hallelujah. The darkness I'm talking about is not evil darkness. I'm talking about the shadows of the law, the, the shadows of the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Where, where their understanding of God was so skewed that they really did not have a perfect representation of Him. Because Jesus Christ, the day star, had not yet risen in their heart. The Bible says that we have a more sure word of prophecy, which will do well to pay Him as unto a light. 
shining in dark places until the day start dawns in our heart. What is that sure word of prophecy? The scripture. The fulfilled prophecy. It is a settled matter. Jesus fulfilled. So it is a sure way. When it's a sure way, it's not comparing it to other prophecies or visions. It is a sure way because it is a settled and fulfilled, accomplished matter. So we pay heed to it because the light, the days that were shining through them, through their shadows, their tides. And now when he appeared as the word incarnate, he arose in our hearts. Hallelujah. The word became flesh. John says, We beheld its glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. Actually, what that is, the rendering is wrong. It should be full of grace, which is the truth. Not grace and truth. Grace is the truth. Hallelujah. Who is grace? Jesus. Who is truth? So grace is the word. Hallelujah. The law came by who? The law came by who? God did not give the law. The law came by who? But if you read the Old Testament, without the revelation of the epistles, you might be thinking the law came from God. The Bible says the law was given by angels through a mediator that was Moses. I told you, the person Moses met in the burning bush was not God, was an angel. He's called the angel of his presence. He was a messenger. So they referred to him as God. Why? Because their understanding was darkened. These were not born again men. That is why all things were in shadows and types. Shadows and types. What is shadows? In the Greek, askia, dark. You can't see clearly. But at least it gives you a certain picture, an idea that, that there is a reality close by. When I see your shadow, the only thing it tells me is, uh, Gabi is around. But I, I can't really tell how Gabi is like, whether she's fair or you know, she's dark. I can't tell whether she, she, she comes from Puerto Rico or she comes from, from Venezuela or she comes from Ghana or Nigeria or something. I can't tell that. I can't tell. Even Gabi has hair, black hair or brown hair. I can't tell the, the designer she's wearing, whether she's wearing Michael Kors or his, I can't tell those things. I can't tell what she likes or she doesn't like from the shadow. The only thing the Sabbath tells me is she is around. The law and the prophets contained what types and shadows. The only thing he told us was that Jesus is coming. So the Bible said the law was our schoolmaster that brought us to Christ. The law was our schoolmaster that brought us to where? Christ. Because Christ is the true light, the reality. So the law carried us. Hey, Let's go to the real one. Let's go to the real one. He carried him. Let's go to the real one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Brought you to Jesus. But after the Lord brought you to Jesus, the Lord did not stay. He faded away. Faded away. Faded away. Now you are with the reality. What are you chasing after the Lord? You were so used to the law. Now you are with Jesus. Say, oh, please come back. Please come back. What are you doing with that? Those are dark shadows. Leave it alone. Stay with the light. 
So Jesus comes and he says, The Passover, I taught you, the Passover, he was bringing you to Christ, the Passover himself. So they were eating bread, drinking wine. The bread and the wine was bringing them to Jesus, bringing them to Jesus. The bread and wine brought them to Jesus, who is Christ, our Passover. The bread and wine ran away, faith. Why are you still eating bread and wine? When Christ, your Passover is there. Hallelujah. The bread and wine is saying, leave me alone. Let me fade away. Amen. It will take some time. Hallelujah. These things that I was saying, speak it hardly, right? Hallelujah. That's exactly what I'll do. Lead the shadows. There is a reality, Christ. He is the revelation of Scripture. The entire scripture reveals a man. When we say the word of God, it is not the Bible. I said to you yesterday, the word of God is not the Bible. The word of God is not text. The graphe. The graphe is scripture. Written text, writings. What is or who is the word of God? That's a better question. He is a person. He is what? A person. Who is he? Jesus. In the beginning was what? The Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The Word became flesh. The Word is a person. So the entirety of the writings of Scripture reveals the Word who is Jesus. So when I go to Genesis, I'm looking for Jesus. When I go to Exodus, I'm looking for Jesus. When I go to Leviticus, I'm looking for Jesus. Numbers, Jesus. Deuteronomy, Jesus. Joshua, Jesus. Judges, Jesus. Ruth, Jesus. Hallelujah. First and Second Chronicles, Jesus. First and Second Kings, Jesus. First Samuel, Second Samuel, Jesus. Hallelujah. Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Jesus. Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sons of Solomon, Jesus. All the prophets, major and minor, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is the light that was shining through. Amen and amen. Now he has risen in our hearts. If the light is risen in your heart, what are you doing with the darkness again? This dawn, the light was breaking through. This morning I was standing out with the entrance and wow, the sun is really risen high. It was shining so bright, I could feel the heat. I could see everything clearly. But around 5 a.m., it was still dark. It wasn't like the light was not shining, because in certain parts of the world, the light was shining. It was shining, but it was still dark. Our, our parts of the earth had not turned to face it properly. So even though it was, it was shining through dark places, it was still dark. You couldn't see clearly. Then gradually, the sun rises high and it shines on us. Now that it's shining clearly and you can see things clearly and relate to things clearly. What are you doing with the shadows? But we love the shadows. We are used to it. That is why the cure for it is the epistles. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> the cure for it is what? The epistles. Romans to Revelation. That's the cure. Because they give you the revelation of Christ in the scriptures. Genesis to Malachi. Through that you can see. They will explain to you. And show you the reality, the revelation in the Hallelujah. Amen. Matola basaye. Turn with me your Bibles to first Peter. I want you to read something there. It's so beautiful. Let's read some Bible, shall we? First Peter. Hallelujah. Shada Baba Yadana Baba. Seconda Kleesis. Mandiatos. Spayando liba atiliatatas. Premango Usai. Telia 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 mamango shepelia kakao sese kushaya In the name of Jesus, hallelujah Don't worry, I'm just edifying myself Amen I'm downloading divine data Amen How many of you download data from the internet? Hallelujah You know, if your internet is 2G There are certain files you can download if your internet is 4G, you are sending files you can download, you are sending files you can download. Hallelujah. If your internet is 5G, if you only have 5 megabits per second, how big of a file can you download? We are trying to download so fast, it will take years, right? Remember those days when there was the, the internet speed was not so high? When you are downloading, Microsoft will tell you 14 days more, sometimes 200 days more. It will take to download the data. That is how sometimes believers we are. There are certain divine data you can download because your spiritual capacity is not that high. So it will take a longer time. Hallelujah. So what should you do? Expand your spiritual capacity. That's what Jesus says. There is some divine data I want to download onto you, but you can't bear them now. I have many things I want to say to you. He said to the disciples, you can't bear them now. But when the Holy Spirit comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, he is the 5G of the Spirit. Hallelujah. He will help you download the data. He will lead you into all truth. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit has come. He's not coming next day. He's here. He's in us. And He has given us the revelation. So, what does the Bible say? But as it is written, First Corinthians chapter two. We'll go to the first Peter. Hold on, First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. But as it is written, I had not seen, ear had not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The heart of man has not downloaded this data yet. But it says the things which God had prepared for us. That means God prepared something great for us. What was that? Glory. His own glory. The Bible said that we'll be called to glory and virtue. The glorious riches in Christ Jesus. God had prepared for us. Hallelujah. The Bible says that He has purified us unto good works which God had before ordained for us to walk in. He had prepared them for us. Those good works are in the glory of God. They are prepared for us. But I had not seen them. Neither ESL nor has it entered into the hearts of men. Why? Because the heart of men could not comprehend it. They did not have the spiritual capacity to download it. So what does he say next? 
but God hallelujah had revealed them to us by his spirit that's why when Jesus said to them when the spirit comes he will lead you into all truth this is it, the fulfillment but God has done what revealed them to us by his spirit what the prophets of old could not understand even though they spoke of it they could not understand it we have the divine picture of the understanding of it the spirit has revealed so this scripture is not talking about oh you know what I have not seen what God is going to do in my life necessarily but, it's, but the spirit has revealed to us that's why you see we are not walking in shadows anymore we have it the spirit has revealed hallelujah Amen. I said the spirit has revealed Amen. but God has what revealed this is plainness of words but God has what revealed them to us by revealed this what past tense English majors revealed revealing and revealed present past past present future and then present continuous <laughs> revealed is past tense he has revealed it to us how? By his spirit. Then he says, For what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man. It is so the things of God knoweth no man. Hallelujah. But the spirit of God. Is it the spirit searches the deep things, the things of God? Yea, the deep things of God. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost searching the deep things, the deep things of God. Jesus wanted to tell the disciples, but they did not have the spiritual capacity to handle. But the spirit searches the deep things. And after Jesus rose from the grave and they were born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, now they have the capacity to receive the deep things of God. And after they received it, they wrote it down for us in the epistles. Hallelujah. So we have the revelation of the deep things of God. What are some of the deep things of God? You are seated together with Him in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers and dominions of darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. What are some of the deep things of God? I am a joint heir with Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. What are the deep things of God? You have become His righteousness in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. These are the deep things of God. Amen and amen. What are some of the deep things of God? Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Grave and death are the same. Hallelujah. For the sting of death is what? Sin. And the strength of sin is the Lord. But thanks be unto God, who gives us the victory in what? Christ Jesus. These are some of the deep. You see, if Jesus had told them, they would not understand. Because simple born again, when he told Nicodemus, Nicodemus should I enter into my mother's womb to be born again? How can a grown man like me enter? This is how Nicodemus. Should I crawl into my mother's womb and be born again? Simple born again. Jesus said, if I've spoken to you of earthly things, if I have related the deep things of God to you using earthly words, simple things for you, and you still can't grasp, how will you handle it if I tell you of heavenly things? Hallelujah. Then he broke it down to him. 
born again simply means except a man be born of water and the spirit he cannot see or enter the kingdom of God hallelujah then he goes on to say he that is born of the spirit is what? spirit he's trying to help Nicodemus here spirit begets spirit just like every fruit it's very simple and flesh begets flesh hallelujah he said, the spirit blows where it lifts you. Hear the sound thereof, but you know not from whence it comes or whence it goes. So is every man born of the spirit. Hallelujah. He was helping him. Then he comes to 16, 316, our favorite scripture. For God also loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. He's, a, he's helping him understand what it means to be born again and how to be born again. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, that the world through him might be saved. Hallelujah. The light has come into the world. But because men love darkness, they dwell in darkness and will not come into the light. Hallelujah. He says, He that is, does not believe is bound already. Jesus was helping him to understand what it means to be born again. The simple thing. The first introductory course into the deep things of God is born again. Deep things of God 101 is born again. Nicodemus, a teacher of the law, struggled with it. In his mind, he could not comprehend. Why? He had one G, point one data. Point one G. So he could not download that divine data. Zero point one five one nine. <laughs> no wonder he was slow. He could not. He could not handle it. Hallelujah. So Jesus was trying to help him. Jesus spoke a parable to them. Even the disciples were confused. When he gave the parable of the sword, they were so confused. At least you are an agrarian society. You know if a man goes to sow seeds, they still didn't understand. So they came to Jesus. They didn't want to be embarrassed. Because people say, are you people you have been following Jesus all your life? You don't understand? So they came to him in the corner, in the secret place somewhere. say, Explain it to us because we also don't know. Jesus said, Are you also yet without understanding? That means that by the time you walk with me, at least the spirit is not in you, but the spirit in me probably must have rubbed out on you. You've gotten a little bit of understanding. He said, Are you also yet without understanding? They began to explain to them what the parable of the sower means. They said, If you don't understand this parable, how do you understand all other parables? Why? Because that is the foundation. What is the key things in that parable? Two things are important. The seed and the ground. The ground is your heart. The seed is the word. Hallelujah. Two most important things in your life as a believer. Your heart and the word. It is the word that transforms the heart. We have been begotten again. Not by a corruptible seed, but by an incorruptible seed. Of the living and abiding word of truth, which is the word of God. Amen. That is the seed we came out of. This is deep things of God. If you don't understand this, how can I tell you of heavenly things? Hallelujah. But now that the Holy Ghost has come, we know the deep things. When we read the epistles, we see it clearly in plainness of speech. The deep things of God. And we can appreciate them. And we can walk in the authority of them. Hallelujah. Amen. I know I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Far above all principalities. I know that the works of the devil have been undone. Hallelujah. 
I know death has no power over me. Because Jesus through death abolished death. So I reign in life. But they that receive the free gift of righteousness. They that receive the grace and the free gift of righteousness shall reign in life. I'm reigning in life. Through that one man Jesus. Hallelujah. The things of God. Now the disciples began to understand. Even then, they were, even after Jesus rose from the they were still slow to understand. They started asking Jesus. You see, their mind was still on something else. After all that Jesus was doing, they, you know the question they asked. Jesus had said to them so many, expounded the scripture to them. They should have asked a better question. You know what the question they asked? Will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? These people. So Jesus said, they want to embarrass their ignorance. So he said to them, it is not for you to know the times that God, the times and seasons God has said in his soul power. But tell you tarry. The most important thing for you is tarry in Jerusalem. And you will receive the promise of the Father. Amen and amen. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you shall be empowered to go and preach the gospel. Stop thinking about when God will restore the kingdom to Israel. Think about when, how to preach the gospel by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Afterwards, did you ever hear the apostles and the, and the apostles talk about when God will restore the kingdom to Israel again? Hallelujah. Amen. The deep things of God, they are revealed to us in the epistles. And that is where we major as believers. It is for our spiritual growth. When you study the book of Acts, you can see how they were progressively growing in their knowledge of the risen Christ. They were gradually coming out of shadows over there. Do you know that Peter did not want to preach to the Gentiles? When, when he had the vision, when the Holy Ghost, when Cornelius had the vision, said, Go and call Peter, who, who will speak to you the word of salvation. Peter was there. Still, they were preaching only to the Jews. You see, they were still slow to understand. They didn't know that the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world, not the sin of the Jews. Hallelujah. When he had the vision, God, God said, rise up and he said, no Lord, I will not eat anything that is divine. God said, don't call what I have sanctified defiled. Peter understood the vision. He understood. When God showed him all manner of beasts, he knew he represented what? All peoples of the world. He said, no, I will not. He used, you see, in the Old Testament, there were certain foods they were supposed to eat and certain foods they were not supposed to eat. What is the revelation of that? Hallelujah. All peoples of the world belong to God. Amen and amen. Because I will not eat what is what? Defile. God said, no, 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 no. Don't call what I've sanctified defile. Rise up and eat. God was telling him, the gospel belongs to everyone. Peter went there. He preached the gospel to Cornelius. Whilst he was preaching, the Holy Ghost fell upon them. Listen, when the Bible says the Holy Ghost fell, that is eyewitness account describing what he saw as the Holy Spirit fell. So you see that term, the Holy Spirit fell, is used several times. When, when people believe in Jesus and they are baptized in the Spirit and they begin to speak in tongues, they describe it as the Holy Ghost fell upon them. Hallelujah. Peter was shocked. In his mind, he was still adjusting. The Gentiles also have received the Spirit because the Spirit was the great treasure that was promised to them. Hallelujah. 
So in Peter's message in Acts chapter number 2, when he asked him, so what should we do? He says, repent and believe so that you, you will receive them for the promise is unto you and your he said, not all your generations after you, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. What, what, what promise was that? The Holy Ghost. Cornelius, a Gentile, received it. So in Acts 15, in the Council of Jerusalem, when they were not debating among themselves, some, you know, those who were zealous for the law were trying to keep the gospel only to the Jews. Peter goes up and he says, God, God puts no difference between us and the Gentiles. Then he began to relate his own story. How he went to call and they received it. And God said, You people, you are slow. Let me help you. They call Paul and Barnabas. Hallelujah. Commissioned them to the Gentiles. Then they went forth to the Gentiles, to Ephesus, to Philippians, to Colossae. They preached the gospel. The Gentiles, then the gospel was spreading. Hallelujah. They had forgotten that Jesus had said, And you will be witnesses unto me, not only in Jerusalem, but in Jerusalem, in the end, to the ends of the world. But still, they were slow of understanding. They were still not grasping. So the Holy Ghost had to just do something. He brought Paul out. Hallelujah. He brought Barnabas out. Send them. Paul met Peter one time. Peter was still adjusting. He was eating with the gentiles. The moment he saw Paul on his suicide, they want to de defile himself. Paul says, Paul rebuked him. Peter was growing. When Paul started pouring for the revelation of the mystery, Hallelujah. Peter says, there are certain things Paul write that are too hard to understand. And those who are unstable, wrestle with them as they wait the other scriptures. <laughs> Hallelujah. That means that Paul, Peter at that time recognized the writings of Paul as scripture. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Gradually, Peter understood it. Let's go to 1 Peter and say, 1 Peter and something. Amen. Gradually, Peter got it. Amen. That's why you see, one of the things I'm convinced about is we are the project of God. God never abandons his project. Wherever, whichever level I am, God works with me. That's why, you see, I love what the other one said. He said, Pastor, keep preaching it because even though we may not understand the exigences now, we will get it. Hallelujah. Amen. Just keep looking. Just keep beholding. Just keep listening. You will. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Let's look at that scripture. Oh, I love this one. Don't you love the word of God? Don't you love it? Sometimes, you know, he said, it is sweeter to me than the honeycomb. Sometimes it's like you, can, you, are, you are reading the word, it, 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 it's tasty. Even in your tongue, you feel it. Hallelujah. So we are love God's word. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. First Peter. First Peter. Let's go there. Chapter number one. Peter. Is it Peter or Peter? Peter or Peter? Pedro. Uh, there are other dimensions we are not exploring. <laughs> Is Gabi's Mysterium. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. First Peter chapter number one. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers. You know, the, I, I love some of the, 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 
the descriptions of believers. Hallelujah. In the Bible. He calls them strangers. In the natural sense, they were strangers because they were some of them were Jews that had been scattered in other lands. So they were strangers in that land. But Peter also said, as strangers and pilgrims in this world, we are strangers here, brother. In this world, we have no abiding place. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why if only in this life you have hope, you are of all men most miserable. Hallelujah. Amen. You see my hallelujah? It's not hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody say hallelujah. One of the sisters in Ghana, she never calls me Pastor Sam. Pastor, 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 Hallelujah. Amen. First Peter, let's read. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God. Do you know you were elect? This is some of the deep things of God. Do you know you were elect according to the foreknowledge of God? What does that even mean? Hallelujah. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God. Look at this. The Father, through the sanctification of the Spirit, tell me, I'm sanctified by the Spirit. I'm sanctified by the Spirit. Do you know what it means to be sanctified? In other places, holy brethren, partakers of the divine, he calls you holy. Holy means you are set apart. Set apart by who? Did you set yourself apart? No, you were set apart by God. Something that is holy is something that is dedicated to God. You did not dedicate yourself to God. God dedicated you to himself. Hallelujah. Amen. All things are of God. <laughs> he did it all. We had no part. We are just in to enjoy this gospel we are believing. We just came to the table to enjoy and to feast. We contributed no part. We just came to enjoy. We are the trophy he won on Calvary. We are here to enjoy. Say, I'm here to enjoy. I'm here to enjoy the grace of God. Say, I'm walking in the grace of God. Say, I'm enjoying the grace of God. Yes. You don't contribute anything. Hallelujah. How shall he not also be him? Freely give us all things. Look at that. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus. See, when the Bible talks about obedience, it actually talks about belief. Hallelujah. Your belief in Christ is your obedience to the gospel. Your belief in Christ is your obedience to the gospel. They came to Jesus and asked him, What shall we do? You see, they love doing. To work the works of the Father. Jesus said, This is the work of the Father. To believe in him whom he has sent. What is the work of What work does God want you to do? To believe it's, is it not simple enough to believe? To believe. Hallelujah. To believe. Amen. When you believe, you're justified. Hallelujah. Just as if you never say. In Christ, you have the gift of not wrong. <laughs> you are never wrong. 
in the eyes of Christ, you are never wrong. What does that mean? Does it mean that you don't do something wrong? No. You do something wrong. But when the accuser comes and brings you to the court of justice, for you to be judged, the verdict is not wrong because the price has been paid. You understand? Jesus died on the cross not so that you will never sin again. No. Because you will sin. So let's, if any man sins, we have an advocate. He died on the cross to pay for the penalty of your sin. So instead, so forgiveness is there for you. It's free. That means that when you are brought to the bar of justice to be judged, the wages of sin is what? Death. So the right judgment for sin is death. So we are brought to be crucified. Jesus says he's not wrong because I already paid. Amen. Does that mean you should continue to sin? How can we who die to sin live in it any longer? Say Paul. If you're asking the question that okay, so these people who preach grace, 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 I don't even understand them. Always preaching grace, always preaching grace. And they are giving men license to sin. That is the most ignorant thing you can ever say in your Christian life. Hallelujah. The, yes, the grace of God is what keeps you from sin. The Lord never keeps you from sin. The Bible says the strength of sin is the law. Everywhere law is preached, sin abounds. But thanks be to God that where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. Hallelujah. You see, the insurance of your faith is grace. God has done it in such a way that eh, no matter what you do, He's got you cornered in grace. You can't run away from it. Grace, which is the truth. And you see, I love that scripture because He makes a comment. He says, The law came by Moses. The law brings condemnation and guilt. It is the ministration of death. It had a certain glory. What is the glory of the law? Death. It came by Moses. But. Then he makes a distinction. They are not complementary. Grace, which is the truth, came by Jesus. It gives life. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free. 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 He has loosed me from the bands and the fetters of the law of sin and death. I'm no longer bound. I am free. I said, I'm no longer bound, I am free. That's why I said, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty which Christ has made you free. And be not entangled with any joke of bondage. Amen. Amen. These are realities of our life in Christ. Let's go back to first Peter. Hallelujah. If you so please. Amen and amen. Look at this. I love this part. Verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy, according to what? Had begotten us again unto a living hope. Why is our hope living? What is the hope of the believer? It is Christ Jesus. But in particular or specifically, the resurrection. And because Christ rose from the grave, we will also rise from the grave. It is a living hope. 
Because he lives, we will live. Because he lives, we live. Because he says, he that is dead, though he be dead, yet shall he live. And he that lives and believes in me shall never. We don't die. We merely fall asleep. Hallelujah. And on that day, he will wake us up. When mortality shall be swallowed by immortality. When we shall put on this body of flesh and be clothed with our spiritual house. There is a house eternal in the heavens. Made not with the hands of men, but made by God himself. We shall be clothed with that house so that we will not be found naked. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. We will not be found naked. We shall be clothed with our spiritual house. So Paul says, but we groan in ourselves. We want to put this. It is a body of limitation. We want to put it all. We want to be like Christ. So the Bible says, brethren, now are we the sons of God. And it will not appear what we shall be like. But when he shall appear, we shall be like him. How was he when he resurrected? He had a glorified body. It was not flesh and blood. It was flesh and bones. No blood. The sustainer of that body is the life of Christ. We will be like him when he resurrected. He could eat, but could walk through walls. Teleportation was easy for him. He is here today. He is somewhere else. Hallelujah. They will just be gathered like this. He will appear in their midst. Peace be unto you. Amen and amen. If he wants to go to heaven, bam, he goes and he comes back. That is the glorified body we shall be in. That is our spiritual house. That is the house waiting for you in heaven. Amen. Your glorified body. How many of you have this hope? The Bible says, and he that has this hope in himself purifies himself even as he is pure. That is why I don't want to get entangled in the affairs of this life, in the corruption that is in this world. I have something greater than that. Hallelujah. There's a living hope I am clinging to. The resurrected Savior. Because he lives, I will live. Because he lives, I will live. Death is not the end for me. Death is not the end. I told you, death is ours. We possess death. Hallelujah. Paul says, whether death or life, Paul or Peter, all things are. So death is yours. We hold it. It is part of our authority in Christ. Death has no power over me. Hallelujah. Let me not digress. Let me step into it. Let be the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy and begotten again to a living hope. Hallelujah. That sounds like um, <laughs> you know how those who, those who do the auctions. Amen. Listen to this. Because he us again unto a living hope by the resurrection. Hallelujah. Of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible. You see, as a believer, when you change your inheritance into Christ, in Christ to corruptible things of this life, what are you doing? You are, you are, you are just shortchanging yourself to an inheritance incorruptible. That means that my inheritance in Christ is not corruptible things of this life. Jesus did not die on the cross to give you an inheritance of a car and a house in Miami. Hallelujah. To be a car in a house in Chicago, in London. Those things are nice, but they are corruptible. That is not our inheritance in Christ. It's something much better. 
Amen. The glorious riches of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at this. To inherit as incorruptible and undefiled, and that fades not away. That it fade away. Hallelujah. It's eternal. Reserved in heaven for you. Then he, he describes you. What is the description he gives of the I love this one? Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time? Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm kept by the power of God. Say, I'm, I'm kept by the power of God. I'm kept by the power of God. No scheme of man, no power of hell can come against me. I'm kept by the power of God. In the name of Jesus. This scripture, if you believe, should vanquish fear in your life. These are antidotes to things we struggle with. It's an antidote to fear. Who are kept by the power of God? Unto a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Hallelujah. What is the power of God? Can any power in this world overcome the power of God? So why are you afraid of those powers? Hallelujah. I'm kept. That is, I'm preserved by the power of God. I can't decay in this life. You know, when the power of salt preserves meat, so when the elements of this life want to decay the meat and destroy the meat, it cannot overcome the power of the salt. So the salt preserves it. The power of the salt preserves it for a long time. In most of our products, we have something called preservatives. They preserve it for a long time. But even that, they have a time that they end. Their power wanes away. So it has an expiry date. But the power of God does not wane. It does not decrease. Hallelujah. So there is no expiring date on us. We don't expire. Amen. We are preserved unto eternal life. Amen. Kapanda payasa. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time? Wherein ye greatly rejoice. Wherein? Rejoice in what? The truth that you are kept by the power of God unto salvation. Are you rejoicing in your salvation? Are you rejoicing in your salvation? What it must be? Rejoice again, I say. A man that rejoices is a man that knows what he has in Christ. Your life in Christ must be full of what? Rejoicing. Every day I'm rejoicing. Every day I'm rejoicing. It doesn't matter the circumstances of my life, I'm rejoicing. It doesn't matter what is happening in my life, I'm rejoicing. Hallelujah. Because I have something greater, I have something better. Hallelujah. Wherein you rejoice. Hallelujah. Though now for a season, it may be ye are in heaviness through manifold trials and temptations. That means no matter the trials and temptations that come my way, I rejoice. Hallelujah. I may have lost everything, maybe through tsunami or hurricane, but I still rejoice. Hallelujah. Amen. My pastor friend, I lost something about him. Pastor Eden, the one who put on the, on the blueprint. Who lost his mother, his mother-in-law, his wife, his two-week 
or maybe a list in a day in a fire is a pastor. He lost them all in a day. But he's rejoicing. A friend of mine called him to encourage him. My friend was crying. He was rather comforting my friend. Because he knows he has a man called that keeps the soul. Steadfast and sure. Hallelujah. Death is not the end for us. Wherein we rejoice greatly. We feel the pain. Go for a season. Your sorrow must be for a season. Go for a season. If need be. That means sometimes the thing is so hard. You have to cry small. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> it's okay to cry. She's the queen of crying. No, it keeps it clean. Especially for you, men. I don't like to cry. <laughs> it's okay to cry sometimes. Hallelujah. It's okay to cry. It's okay to weep. Those were seasons you being what? Happiness. Hallelujah. Through manifold trials and temptations. That the trial of your faith, look at this, look at this, look at this. That the trial of your faith. Do you know that your faith stands trial every day and every hour? That the trial of your faith, then it describes your faith. Be much more precious than gold that perishes. Though it be tried by fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. The trials are simply purifying your faith. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. Count it all. Count it all. Count it all. When you face diverse kinds of what? Trials. Diverse. Not just one kind. You know, most times we count to enjoy when we face one kind, but some other kind we don't count enjoy. But it says, diverse, no matter how they are, no matter how they come, no matter how big they are, small they are, count it all joy. Hallelujah. That is how come Paul and Silas could be caught, beaten and put in prison. They will pray and praise. Amen. Amen. They were not in there contemplating their life. Why did we choose, why did we choose this profession? Why did we answer the call of God? I could have been a businessman. That's why we have You see, Silas could have been telling Paul, you see what you have dragged me into? I was a, I was a successful fisherman. But this Jesus asked me to go and preach the gospel. Now look at my life. Paul, you see your life. Hallelujah. Rather they prayed and they praised. They rejoiced. They caught them. They beat them. They came back rejoicing. You see, the, the chief priests, they could not understand. What kind of people are these? What do they know that we don't know? That even after we flog them, they are rejoicing. And you know why they are rejoicing? That God counted them worthy to suffer for his cause. <laughs> Hallelujah. Count it all joy. When your Gucci bag falls in town, and it tears apart. Don't ah. cry. Count it all joy. Amen. Amen. The ladies, count it all joy. When something stains your nice Michael Kors jeans, count it all joy. Hallelujah. 
Because sometimes the way they, 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 they treat that as a trial of their faith. <laughs> and if their husbands are close by, they blame them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Count it all joy. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Let the trial of your faith be much more precious than gold that perish. Do it be tried by fire. Might be, might be found out to praise and honor and glory at the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now look at verse 8. Whom having not seen, ye love. Whom though now ye see him not, yet believe in ye rejoice with joy unspeakable. You see, there's something about faith in Christ. One of the products is rejoicing with joy unspeakable. When these believers believe in Jesus, Peter says, Who have they not seen? They have not seen Jesus physically. Peter saw Jesus. What with them? Actually, even revealed Jesus sometimes. <laughs> and Jesus just put him in his place. Hallelujah. They have not seen Jesus before. Yet they rejoice with joy unspeakable. What kind of joy should you rejoice with? Joy unspeakable. Unspeakable means you can't understand it. It doesn't make sense. You can't even speak. It's joy. I'm rejoicing. Hallelujah. I'm rejoicing. I'm dancing. Hallelujah. You're shouting. Shouting, rejoicing, dancing. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and amen. With joy unspeakable. Receive the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Of which salvation we said all this to get here? Of which salvation, pay attention here. Of which salvation? The prophets. Who are these prophets? The fathers of old. Ezekiel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Haggai, Nehemiah, Habakkuk, Moses, the prophets have inquired and searched diligently. Who prophesied of the grace that should come? What were the prophets prophesying about? Of the grace that should come. The prophecy of the prophets, what are they concerning? The grace that should come. Who is this grace? Jesus. So the prophecy of the prophets concern who? Jesus. That's why I say when you are reading Isaiah, you are looking for Jesus. When you are reading Jeremiah, you are looking for Jesus. When you are reading Moses, you are looking for Jesus. Moses prophesied concerning Jesus in tithes and shadows mostly. The prophets prophesied concerning Jesus in promises. Hallelujah. He himself bore our iniquities and all that. They prophesied in what? Promises. Of the salvation the prophets inquired when they said diligently of the grace that is to come to us. Not to them, to us. Hallelujah. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify. When they testified beforehand, look at this, the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. That means the prophecy of the prophets concerning Christ, specifically, what was it about? The sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Let's read it again. It says, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. All 
all the prophecy of the prophets, all the law concerned what the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. That is why when Jesus rose from the grave, Luke chapter number twenty-four, the Bible says, and beginning from Moses, he expounded to them in all of the scripture the things concerning him. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and entered into his glory? Hallelujah. You read further in chapter 24. He says that he opened the understanding to understand the scriptures. He, he took them to the Lord, the prophets and the Psalms. Things concerning himself. What? The sufferings of Christ and the glories that should follow. Genesis to Malachi is about what? The sufferings of Christ and the glories that should follow. That is the overarching theme of scripture. Out of that comes salvation. Out of that comes the new creation. Out of that comes our life in Christ. Out of that comes the glory of God which we are. Hallelujah. The sufferings of Christ and the glories that should follow. Everything is about that. It is typified in, typified in types and shadows. In promises of the prophets. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Right from Genesis. He said to them, you, you will bruise the, you, you the serpent's head and strike his sins. What, what was that? The sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Amen and amen. Abel bringing a sacrifice. What was it? Typified the sacrifice of Christ. Abraham believing God and being counted as righteous. Taking Isaac and sacrificing him on the altar. What was that? The sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Hallelujah. Because Abraham received Isaac back from the dead. You know Isaac actually died. But as in Kohen, it's not actually died. Do you know that? Because do you know why God said to Abraham, or the angel said to Abraham, don't kill the boy. But there's a ram there. Do you know why? Because when he looked into the heart of Abraham, Isaac was dead. So he brought Isaac back to life in the heart of Abraham. He said, don't kill him. Abraham received his son back alive. In his heart, he was dead. So he was just merely following through in the flesh to fulfill what has happened in the heart. Anything you would do, you've already done it in your heart. If you want to obey God, you've already obeyed in the heart. If you want to sin, you've already sinned in your heart. That's what Jesus said. It's not when you go and commit adultery that you've actually committed adultery. You've done it in your heart. You are now going into the fulfillment. So that when you fulfill it, you say, and he did this, so that it will be fulfilled as it was said. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. In the heart of Abraham, it was that. Isaac was dead, but Abraham received him to life. And that was a type and a shadow of God receiving his son back to life from the dead. Hallelujah. All the sufferings of Christ and the glory that shall follow. The prophecy of the prophets. That's why I tell you, when you are reading your Bible, every other thing is just supporting cast. There is a main theme. It's not like the Bible, it doesn't mean the Bible does not talk about other things. It does, but those things are tertiary and quaternary, not even secondary. They are supporting cast. The main thing is the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. And that is why if you study the epistles, they don't waste their time talking about some unnecessary things. When they mention the, the, the men of old, they mention them in relation to how their activities or their words 
reveal the sufferings of Christ and the glory that follow and the life we have in him now. So they were not, they, were, they didn't waste their time doing, you know, unnecessary things in there. Hallelujah. They pulled out what was necessary and wrote it in plainness of speech in the epistles for us. Let's read further. Look at this. Unto whom it was revealed. This, this is key. I love this. This is, this is unto whom, that is unto the prophets it was revealed. That not unto themselves, but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you by the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven. That means the things they were prophesying, they were told that it's not for them. Isaiah was told, this thing you are prophesying about is not for you. That's why you don't understand it. You prophesy. Isaiah wanted to understand. God said to him, you know, it's not for you. You can't understand. You just speak it. Jeremiah, that's what the Bible said. They searched diligently. They were, they were trying to probe. Even though they were not born again, these men were trying to push him. Push him by faith. Push him. David. But it was, David was a man who pushed him even further. He pushed him, he pushed him, he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit down at my right hand. Hallelujah. They were trying to push him to understand. But God said, No, no, it's not for you. It's not for you. You just speak it and prophesy it. The people it is for are coming. Who are these people? The children of Zion. You and I, the new creation in Christ Jesus. The beautiful people of that beloved country. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. That day without, you see why the Bible says that day without us will not be made perfect? We made them perfect. That's what the Bible says, we have come to the spirits of just men made perfect. Now that the new creation has come, Abraham has been perfected. Job has been perfected. David has been perfected. So we are in fellowship with them. They are spirits, they are spirits of just men made Perfect. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. You see the harmony of scripture. Hallelujah. Unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto what they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that preach the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven. Which things, look at this, look at this. So it wasn't even only the prophets who, which things the angels desire to look into. Hallelujah. Even the angels, you see, because some of the messages, they were brought by angels. Some of the messages were brought by angels to, their, to them. The angels themselves were, this, this thing is too glorious. This thing is too, they did things of God that were being brought to them. They, they, they wanted to look into God says, no, no. It is for some people, hallelujah. It is for a peculiar people. A holy nation and building. A chosen generation. Hallelujah. It is for them. Relax. So you know, as we are getting like this, angels, they are here. They are learning the deep things of God. They are learning from us. Amen. They were trying to look into it. They could not. But after Christ died and the apostles now poured forth the revelation of it. They started looking into it. So when we gather, we are learning. We are teaching. They are also here learning. They have their notes. The angels here, they have their notebooks. They are writing. Hallelujah. They are learning. They long to look into. They long to look into. It was too glorious. It was too glorious. They long to look into it. What 
there's no way in scripture that the Bible says angels long to look into anything except concerning the glory of the new creation in Christ. That should tell you what you can. That's why the Bible says that the, the communication of your faith, Philemon 1 6, might be affected by what? Acknowledging every good thing that is in you. Do you know what you can? Do you know what is in you as a new creation? Are you aware of who you are in Christ Jesus? Hallelujah. Listen, you come into glory. The Bible says that then that he justified, he glorified. We are glorified. We've been raised with heavenly dignity. We are seated in Christ. In heavenly. Listen, we are not only seated in Christ, we are seated within. That means we are enjoying everything he's enjoying. The status he's enjoying as a son of God, we are also enjoying. So he calls us brethren. Hallelujah. It says he's not ashamed to call us well. Jesus is my senior brother. Hallelujah. When you encounter demon, you say in the name of my senior brother. Get out. Hallelujah. See somebody shaking layers in the name of my senior brother. Be healed. Hallelujah. My senior brother tells with you. I'm here to also enforce it. Those days when you were kids. When you're trying to find somebody and they doesn't, you know, you can't be there. You can't call your senior brother. After your senior brother has beaten the person and gone, the guy is on the floor, then you also go, mm. <laughs> Jesus has finished the devil. Now what are we also doing? Mm. 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 We are giving it to him. He's down there. He can't get up. Jesus beat him well, well. Can't get up again. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why you could you can now do mm. Mm. If not, you do mm. you hold your again. <laughs> Hallelujah. But now he can't hold your leg. He can't hold your leg anymore. When you do, he cannot. When he tries to say, hey, this Hallelujah. That's why he says, Behold, I give unto you what power to trample over scorpions and over snakes and over all the power of the enemy. And he shall by no means hurt you. When he holds your leg, step on him again. He shall by no means. That means he will try. You know, some people, no matter how you beat them, they will still hold. No matter how defeated they are, they still. Sometimes I watch some of the boxes of Mike Tyson. The guy knocks somebody out. The guy is on the huge guy to get up. You are not that stay down. After you receive certain blows, stay down. If I, if I were a boxer fighting Mike Tyson, my strategy would be simple. I go in, the guy throws something, I fall down. The moment he passes by, I fall down. That's it. And I'm down. I'm not coming up. I just end the fight. I get my money, I go in. That's all. That's the style. Hallelujah. I don't want anybody come and beat me to Paul. Why are you getting up? But he will try. Jesus, our senior brother, came and said, You know, first they couldn't deal with him. They couldn't deal with the devil until Jesus came. Hallelujah. Because the devil had the power of death. He was operating in the power of death. Hallelujah. He had power over there. So God said to Job, He said to the devil when he asked for Job, he, The devil at that time, they, I told you that uh, he, he's foolish. He didn't even know. He didn't know the scope of the power of death that he had. So God had to even teach him small. He said to him, Everything he has is in your hands. It was not God giving Job to him. God was just telling him, hey, listen, after the fall, man is in your power. 
You can do anything you want to do with it, really. Then God now protected you and said, Don't touch him in this area. Hallelujah. The devil did not even know. But now Jesus came and said, These people, the devil will not put you down again. Sin will not put you down again. Death will not put you down again. He destroyed it. Through death, he abolished death and destroyed him who had the power of death. He put him down. He said, Behold, I came unto you. Power. Tell me I have power to trample over devils, to trample over scorpions, to trample over snakes, and over all the power of the enemy. Shall by no means, when they come through marine spirit, shall by no means. When they come through the forest, shall by no means. When they put it in your food, shall by no means. They come through your family, shall by no means. Any way, shape, or form they come, shall by no means. Because my senior brother, I love what Felicia said. Said, Pastor Sam. Hallelujah. I called and said, Felicia, he said, What's up, bro? <laughs> That's the same thing. Jesus called and said, What's up, bro? <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he's dealt with him. We can also deal with him now. Amen. So deal with him. Deal with him. Deal with him. Hallelujah. He has no power now. He's paralyzed. He's paralyzed. When you see a man paralyzed in a wheelchair, and he's saying in his wheelchair that he'll fight you, you just look at him with pity. <laughs> you are in a wheelchair. You are paralyzed. You want to fight me. Hallelujah. You just have pity and walk away. So there are certain things when the devil is doing in your life, just look at him and have pity and just walk away. Don't waste your energy on them. There are certain things, don't, don't. You see, there are certain things you shouldn't spend two hours praying about. Just do it, see. Just look at him somewhere and forget about it. Because it won't amount to anything. We are kept by the power of God through what? Faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's try to round it up here. Let's try and run it up here. With things the angels desire to do it, look into. The glory of the New Testament, the glory of the new creation, the new covenant, the life in Christ, they long to look into it. The sufferings of Christ and the glories that follow. That's what the scriptures are about. Throughout this entire time here, I've been teaching you. We've repeated these things, we've said it several times. In diverse manners, I have presented it to you. Hallelujah. To let you know that the believer is standing in an advantageous position in Christ. You understand what I'm talking about? Yes. We are now in the glory of God. The Bible says that in bringing many sons toward glory, Sought to make the captain of our salvation perfect through sufferings. Now we have come into that glory. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Is that scripture for you? Is it for you? Is it for you? Is it for you? Is it for you? Okay, let me ask one by one. Is it for you? Is it for you? Is it for you? Or for you? <laughs> is it for you? 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 
Is it for you? Is it for you? Is it for you? Some of us, the shaking of our is not convincing. You are just scared. You waiting by saying, "Not for me. It is for me." Is it for you? It's not for me. You know why? I was a sinner, and now I'm saved. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. In Adam, we fell short of the glory. After Jesus rose from the grave and I believed in him, I no longer fall short of the glory. I've been brought into the glory. Hallelujah. The glory I fell short of, Jesus has brought me into it. He justified me. And then he glorified me now. That there's a way on with open faces beholding us in the mirror. The glory of God. If you fall short of something, you can't behold it. But now in Christ, I behold the glory. And I'm changed into that glory. So that scripture concerned you before you were born again. Now that you are born again, no. Hallelujah. So don't go around and say, after all, we are all sinners. Say, after all, I am a sinner. I'm not a sinner. You used to be, but you are not. So why do you want to confess that I used to be a sinner? I used to be a sinner. Why don't you rather confess what you are now? You know, I used to, you know, I used to be in grade school. I used to be in grade school. No, I'm a PhD now. I don't say I used to have a master's. I used to have a bachelor's. Every time, wait, wait. So what degree do you have? I used to have a bachelor's. <laughs> I am a doctor now. I declare what is now. I declare the reality of the present. Who are you now? I am a saint of God. Hallelujah. Now, when the Bible says that you are saved, that doesn't mean that you are perfect and will never sin. That's not what it means. It means that God has dedicated you to Himself. That's all. Hallelujah. You might as well. I love the way you put the two shoes there. Hallelujah. Don't be scared of your own name in Christ. Some say, you call me saint. Please don't call me saint. Please don't call, I don't want, I don't, don't call me saint. But what does Paul will write a letter say, to the saints in Ephesus. Hallelujah. Hagios. Don't be scared of who you are in Christ. Those who are scared, it means that they are still in the shadows. They are afraid. In shadows, there is a lot of fear. There is fear of God, fear of everything. When you come into the light, there is no fear. Because perfect love casts out all fear. I'm a saint of God. Hallelujah. That's who I am. If you don't understand, go and bend the seat. Hallelujah. Amen. If you don't understand, go and bend the sea. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's just the same. Back home. If you don't understand and you want to argue about it, I'm not going to argue with you. You can go do whatever you want. That's what it means. Hallelujah. If you don't understand, go and then they say. If you are angry about this, it is in your pocket. In Adisano College, we used to say, if you bore for your pocket inside, it means if you are angry, it's in your pocket. That means that 
If you're hungry, that's your own problem. That's your problem. I ain't got nothing to do with it. You bought because I'm a saint for your pocket inside. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm a saint of God. I'm a saint of God. Is somebody a saint of God? Do I have saints in the house? Yes. We are saints of God. Hallelujah. You see, but what has man done? Man has found a nice way to take away what God has freely given to you in Christ. And maybe something you must aspire and struggle to become. And even that one, you will not be until somebody canonizes you and declares you to be. So we have to wait. When you die, then the Pope would examine your life. How well you contributed to the Catholic cause. Then they canonize you as a saint. Then people can pray to you. Saint Olamide, the patron saint of Suya. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see how wicked men can be. He said, We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit of the of God, that we may know the things that are freely, freely given to us. God has made you a saint freely. He has dedicated you to himself. You don't need any pope, confused pope somewhere. To come and declare you to be. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We know who we are. I said, we know who we are. And we stand in who we are. We are not ashamed of who we are. We declare who we are. It is not pride to stand in who you are. If you are saying to yourself, it doesn't matter what you do, you are. That's how God sees you. It will change. So the earlier you change your mind about it, the better for you. It is for your own benefit. You can go around saying I'm a sinner. As a matter of fact, if you go around saying that, you know what you're trying to do? You're trying to tell God that God is not wise enough. Hallelujah. The Bible says concerning the Israelites, be ignorant of the provision of God, I'm paraphrasing. Be ignorant of the righteousness of God. They went about establishing their own righteousness. The righteousness of faith speaketh this wise. The righteousness of faith tells you you are saved. You, you are saved. No, I'm not saying you want to establish your own righteousness. You are rejected of God if you do that. You've fallen from grace. Amen and amen. Stand in the grace of God. You are jointed with Christ. Hallelujah. That's who you are. Rise up onto your feet. Hallelujah. Do I have saints in the house? Do I have saints in the house? Do I have saints in the house? Let's fill the atmosphere with some saintly, saintly, saintly language. Hallelujah. Rabala <laughs> 
Yelepetete manto magosa Haya konde mantabala Rami ota Ipeluma ante Zei kusaaya kosi ya kataya Kombra mazuse Obombo saboye Kupanindi madano manindi Bosi ya teteya In the name of Jesus Ikaboya bataya Baboya bataya Baboya bataya Baboya bataya Rebaboya Zababoya Ibaboya baboya Ikonde nilimikeli ya babaya Ibali ya babani Rabo satay in the name of Jesus we are joined tense with Christ we are glorified in him we are justified in him in the name of Jesus Mando Shatar Bondo Shatar Rebelebose Seka Amande Rabosandi Kapa Imanda Sobelebose Seka Imanda Zepreta Jesus, oh God, we rejoice in you. We rejoice in you. We rejoice in you. We rejoice in you. In the name of Jesus, yes, we know who we are. We know who we are. In the name of Jesus, 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 Amen and amen. 
speak the word of God. The Bible says, we are in the same spirit of faith. As it is said, I have believed that I have spoken. So we also believe therefore we speak. What do we speak? We speak the realities of the new life in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell me, I am graced of God. Tell me, I am graced of God. Tell me, I am favored of God. I am favored of God. I am lifted by Christ. I am lifted by Christ. Tell me, Christ is my glory. Christ is my glory. And the lifter of my head. And the lifter of my head. I will not be brought to shame. I will not be brought to shame. I will not be brought to disgrace in the name of Jesus. For the spirit of heaviness, he gives me a double portion. The oil of gladness is my portion in the name of Jesus. As my days, so is my strength in the name of Jesus. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? He leads me in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake, yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for he is with me. His word and his heart, they comfort me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints, he anoints, he anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, I am walking in goodness. I am walking in the mercy of God. I dwell in the house of God forever. Say, my head is anointed. My head is anointed. In the name of Jesus, I increase by that anointing. I increase by that anointing. I prevail by that anointing. I prevail by that anointing. I stand fast by that anointing. Of day in the name of Jesus, they are brought to note. So 
My family is preserved in Christ. My family is preserved in Christ. My Lord, perfect all that concerns me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every conspiracy of darkness is cancelled. Is cancelled. Is cancelled. Is cancelled. Is cancelled. Every agenda of the wicked one is destroyed. Is destroyed.
Victoria Papayas. Say with me. I prevail by the power of the Holy Ghost. I prevail by the power of the Holy Ghost. In every area of my life, in my marriage, I prevail. In my academics, I prevail. In my career, I prevail. In ministry, I prevail. In the name of Jesus, I prevail. I lift up my hands in victory. I declare victory. I declare victory. I declare victory. In every circumstance of my life, I declare victory. I am victorious. I am victorious. Through Christ Jesus. Through Christ Jesus. I am victorious. I am victorious. In the name of Jesus. I am victorious. Through Christ Jesus. I am victorious. In the name of Jesus. It's going to spread all over the world. As a faith generation we are rising. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. That through us the knowledge of Christ. Shall spread all over the world. In the name of Jesus. We shall bring the light. Of the glory of the Lord. To the nations of the world. The Bible says. Ask me of the nations. And I will give them to you. Oh God. Give us faith generation. Give us. Give us. Give us the nation. Give faith generation the nation. Give it to us. Give us Congo. Give us Burundi. Give us South Africa. Give us Italy. Give us China. Give us Korea. Oh Lord. Give us America. Give us Mexico. Give us Argentina. Give us Syria. Dominican Republic. Oh Lord. Jamaica. England. Germany. Oh Father. Canada. Give it to us. Give it to us. We possess them in the name of Jesus. Oh, for the gospel, are the ghost, in the ghost, in the power, Rabbis, in Gobayus, in Gabayus, and Gobayus, in Gaboya, in the name of the Lord, in the 
to arise Gentiles to the brightness of our shining in the mighty name of Jesus. Ilebosa, 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 Ekabeya, Beya, 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 in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Brethren, not many years from now, we'll be traveling to the nations, preaching the gospel. Holding crusades, hallelujah, reaching the lost for Jesus and building churches around the world, discipling the nations for Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, God is going to do it through us, through us. Prophets are coming out of us, evangelists are coming out of us, teachers are coming out of us, hallelujah. Pastors are coming out of us, apostles are coming out of us in the name of Jesus. Listen, these meetings are not mere meetings. These are preparations. Hallelujah. You are being trained for the assignment of the ministry. You are being perfected for the work of the ministry. I said many years from now, not, not too long, not too long. We shall go, we shall go. In the name of Jesus. The nations are coming to Jesus through us. I said the nations are coming to Jesus through us. We shall begin in our Jerusalem, which is here in America. We will go from state to state, preaching the gospel. I said preaching the gospel. He all them that are sick and oppressed of the enemy. For God is with us. In the name of Jesus. I said God is with us. I said God is with us. I said God is with us. In the name of Jesus, I bless you with the blessings of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I said, I bless you with the blessings of the Lord. Excel in every area of your life. I charge you by the Holy Ghost, who is the seal of our redemption. Excel in every area of your life. I charge you by the Holy Ghost, who is the seal of our redemption. Excel in every area of your life. You are not permitted to fail. When you fall, rise up again. When you fall, I say, rise up again. When you fall, I say, rise up again. When you fall, rise up again. When men are cast down, we 
shall say, There's a lifting up in the Lord. Next year, by this time, you will be greater than what you are now. Next year, by this time, you will be mightier than you are now. Next year, by this time, you will have increased more in the name of Jesus. You are rising. 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 By the power of the Holy Ghost, you are rising. Every impossible situation in your life is turned to possibility today. By the anointing we are operating in this position today, it is turned around in the name of Jesus. Every impossible situation is turned around in Jesus' name. You shall say, by my God, I've run through the truth. Your testimony shall be, by my God, I've turned over the world. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every impossible situation, every limitation is brought down. The Lord goes before you as the mighty and terrible one. Cutting down the gates of brass and bringing down the bars of iron. In the name of Jesus. Anywhere where men are speaking in of you, may God raise a voice that will defend your cause. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever your name is mentioned, may you be mentioned with favor. In the name of Jesus. May you be mentioned with honor. In the name of Jesus. Rise up and take your place. Hallelujah. And I declare over your life, you will flourish in this land. I said you will flourish in this land. You will flourish in this land. You will flourish in this land. I release you to flourish. I will say that your choices shall be as a fruitful bow whose branches shall run over the wall. You are a fruitful bow in the name of Jesus. Your leaves do not winter. You bear fruit in your season. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Rise and shine for your light is come. And the glory of God is risen upon you. Hallelujah. Rise and shine in the name of Jesus. Ramanda Satabayagas. Kokrasosobakose. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Begin to give praise to God. Begin to give praise to God. Begin to give praise to God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we bless you, Father. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ our King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The Jesus, what a beautiful name it 